0: Welcome to Keeping It Real with Frankie D, the very first Italian-American podcast and the home of your Italian-American moments. I'm your very proud host, Frankie D, and we can be heard at ItalianAmericanLife.com, on iTunes, Stitcher, your podcast app. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Today, my guest is Tanya Pietra Catella from The Little Italian School. In Australia,
1: hi, <laughs> Anya.
0: Welcome to the show. And uh, I got to be honest, this is uh, this is great. It's amazing. I'm in thank Chicago, you're and you're in Australia, and we're looking <laughs> at each other on a computer, and, and we're doing this interview, and uh, it's amazing with the world where it has come. I, it yeah. fascinates me.
1: It's great. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, thank you. And uh, I believe we are a 13 hour difference, so. I'm oh, yeah. one day at night and you're the next day in, in the morning. So and amazing. So you are Australian, Italian or Italian-Australian? How do you say that?
1: Italo-Australian, they say.
0: Italo-Australian. Okay. Tell me where the family's from in Italy.
1: Okay. So mom um, is from uh, Calabria. So my maternal side is from Calabria. My paternal side is from Molise. The reason Where's mom have- from in Calabria? Calabria, in Reggio Calabria. It's a. My grandfather was born in Oppido Mamertina, and my nonna was born in Castellacci. So it's a little town, uh, just out of Oppido. So I think it's Reggio Calabria is the region.
0: Okay, my my wife was actually born uh, in Calabria, uh, a little town outside of Cosenza. So.
1: Oh yeah, that's on the other side.
0: Yes, and then you said that your uh, father's side is from Molise.
1: Which is the one that I kind of um, am more attached to in the sense that we still have family there. Whereas in Calabria, everyone left.
0: Really? Did they all go to Australia or all over the world?
1: Um, all over the world, yeah. So okay. just my grandfather's family is here. with their, Yeah.
0: Okay. So you've lived your whole life in Australia.
1: I have. Well, I could say a 50 50 because since the age of 12, um, I've been going back every year and spent part of that year, a uh, part of the those years, living there. That's how I met my husband, and we lived there for a while before we came back here. So, and we still continue to return every year. So I would say that's wonderful.
0: Years. That's great. Uh, curiosity: Where you're from in Australia? Are there lots of Italian
1: people? Is there hardly any?
0: There's what? There
1: are so many, are so many Italians, but I think it's because of where. So when everyone migrated, we all kind of stuck to the same suburbs. So it was either Fremantle, the port, where the ships came in, and it looks a little bit Italian as well, has a bit of an Italian feel there. Or where I was brought up was uh, kind of you had the city, Perth, and then we were from the city about a seven-minute drive, which was then known as, say, farmland. (laughs) So it was all the market growers and market gardeners and stuff, and we lived kind of, I guess, in the back, it would have been like the Bronx back then, (laughs) not that I knew any different, because we, you know, the the immigrants didn't have any money, and they were just making, they came here for opportunity, and they built their, their wealth on all the opportunity, you know, that they had back then.
0: That's wonderful. So, so you've been around Italian people your whole life, even though you are born in Australia, but.
1: Oh, yeah, it was little Italy where we were brought up, you know, we didn't, when Do I they mean, call just, it Little Italy's? No, they don't. Um, I don't know oh. why. I, I find. It, Do they have a name for it? No, no. They just, it's, we live in uh, like Sterling, Shewett Hill, Osmond Park. Oh. So it's kind of near the coast, but yeah, near the city as well. But we, it was all market gardens and bush, bushland.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because the United States, so, yeah, the, the, the sections of the big cities, they'll call them Little Italy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, no, we haven't acknowledged that. And I think that's, that's sort of been one of the things that has driven me from my school as well, is the fact that that there's a generation that is a little bit like not non-existent. It's kind of a forgotten about generation, is this generation of the 1950s, 1960s post-war Italians that came and really slogged it and really got a lot of flack and 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 racism and all that, built this beautiful world that we know today, this beautiful land and beautiful things that we, you know love today and they're just not acknowledged so that's sort of something that drives me for you know my school as well
0: so you started the little italian school
1: Mm -hmm. is it little
0: in size or
1: yeah um it's grown so much it started off with i have a very beautiful friend franca who um you know i just had my kids and i said you know I'd, i'd love to like maybe tutor. i'm not sure I just don't like the whole, you know, concept of schools and that, that sterile feeling that 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 big education systems, you know, portraying the school. I want to do a community school, you know, we'll have small groups. And she sort of like said, oh, you'll be really good at it. I, I've got this uh, group of six people. They're a family that want to learn. Do you want to teach them? And I said, yeah, of course, give it a go. And I was so nervous. Anyway, that kind of gave me a little bit of confidence. And then I went to Italy. I was sitting in my da- in front of my my dad's old italian school um actual school uh, which is my logo and i thought oh my gosh you know i'm just going to do it i'm just going to start this school i'm going to do what i want to do who wrote the rules anyway i want to put you know i want to acknowledge this this generation of people that were called um ignorant that you know they worked so hard and no one acknowledges them and they're not ignorant and i want to show you how how clever they are through my school through food through, uh, you know, teaching people that uh, living off the land is a good thing, you know, and it's not all about, you know, uh, making money and, you know, consumerism and blah, blah, blah. There's, you know, lots to learn from that generation. So that was my drive. That's how it all started.
0: Can I ask a question? Is, okay, where you're from at the schools, do they have Italian language taught? Is that something that's
1: common out there? In uh, our public, in in our normal... System, yeah,
0: yeah, your public schools, I guess
1: private and public schools they do some of them, um, don't some of them do, but yeah, um, I think it's definitely making a comeback because of all the new Italians that have come or are still coming to Perth because of the situation in Italy at the moment.
0: Oh, so you do have, uh, currently you have Italians moving there from Italy,
1: absolutely,
0: okay, really, (laughs) a lot, okay. See, I don't think it's not as much here. Uh, Yeah,
1: it's a whole new generation of Italians fleeing and, you know, just looking for opportunity um, and to use their degrees because they study, you know, they've got degrees and they just don't have the opportunities in Italy that they would hope for, you know.
0: Okay. Okay, so you, um, when you made this decision, did you go out and get a, a, a teaching certificate or...
1: Studied, yeah, I studied um, teaching methodology at, UW, uh, U, at Notre Dame University in Frio. And I had done previous studies and I've studied at uni in Italy as well. And then I started, um, after my, my certificate of teaching methodology, I started my degree and then I had my, first, my third child. So I stopped. And that's when I said, I'm not going back to uni. Because I had done a whole lot of teaching before. I used to teach English in Italy. And I used to teach uh, Italian in primary schools for ten years before I had my children. So I had a lot of teaching experience. So I didn't finish just a few units of my um, degree, but I just couldn't. I just said, I'm just opening my own school. I don't want to work in an education system anyway. I want to create my own thing, and it is, it is working so well. Everyone loves loves the you know the philosophy of it. Mm, so. well, I
0: love in your description, I think it's your description on your website, and you say, you have passion, and this is what you were born to do.
1: Yeah, I was born to do. I this. love nobody, that. Nobody can teach you what you're born to do. And it's a reflection, the school is a reflection of that. I, And that is another, you know, acknowledging my the grandparents and my parents who didn't have the opportunities to study, but they still made... Uh, you know that was still successful because they did what they did with passion with love because they had the drive you know to do things
0: so yeah, tell me definitely. about the school tell me what so you started this school and what you know what is this like what What do you do there
1: um, I know so, you do a lot
0: I saw on the website <laughs> I
1: do so much sometimes my head spins but this is why you know when you love something so much it's like you're not working it's like it's almost like a drug you can't get enough of and you just have to keep thinking of things to give, you know, people to, to share, to, I'm so excited and I don't want this culture and language to die. So I'll do anything.
0: I, I just, that sentence you just said, I love, I I, I, I love that. Did you want to yeah. die? And I love your passion. And this is, yeah. this is great. Uh, is this like, okay, so do you have more children? Do you have adults?
1: Yeah, no, it's adult adults. And I also, I was um, doing children and adults separately. And so Saturdays I do pasta classes and my children help me and my mum helps me. She's a little bit not well at the moment, but she'll be back soon. And um, it's all mixed now. I used to separate them, but I thought, well, it goes with the culture. Italians don't separate elders and children. We do everything together. So if you want to have an experience with your child, bring them along, you know, and i just charge a little bit less. But um, during the week I do language classes. So Italian language classes for beginners and we do all the way up to conversation and I do I have a, another teacher who takes classes for me and I have two girls from one from Torino and one from Sicily who come in and do um, conversation with the, the students as well
0: okay okay and then you yeah. have like same students coming back year after year
1: yeah is- uh, the reason the school's grown is because a lot of the current students keep coming back and they've been with me for like two three four years So I have to keep opening up new, new classes with a new teacher.
0: So it's all about this, about the culture, about, about tradition as well.
1: Yeah. Tradition, culture, all of that. And I always, you know, say to the students, it's like, um, you know, learning Italian and the culture and everything, they love it, but it's like trying to run a marathon. It's baby steps. It doesn't happen overnight. You know, it, it happens, but you just have to be patient. Embrace it all.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so here's a question. Are the majority of these students Italo-Australians or are they just
1: Australians? Uh, we've got like, uh, there's usually three types. There's Italo-Australians and they say, I never learned the language my nonna used to speak to me and now I want to learn it. And that's one. And then there's uh, I- I- English people, Australians who are just in love with italy i mean who wouldn't be uh from a tourist perspective and expat perspective uh, perspective and they want to learn it because they love it and then there's i get the odd uh student who has now hooked up with like an italian guy or an italian girl and then they want to because <laughs> there's a lot of new italians coming in right so yeah and they want to learn it because they've um got an italian partner now
0: well no that's wonderful and and you know i'm sure you would agree with me it's like the Italian language and the Italian culture is just like it's like the greatest in the world. <laughs> of
1: course but I'm gonna swear.
0: unfortunately, like here in the United States, I think a lot of us Italian Americans mm-hmm. don't appreciate and and search to learn more about it uh, as yes, opposed I mean, to just American I, people.
1: The, the the thing that I I've you know going back every year to me was very important because you and I, it's like a month a year and a year goes really quick so the next minute you're there again and, and there's there's always already changes you can see things changing new generations coming along things are changing yes the traditions and that are really good to keep hold of and keep you know and telling the stories to the children and stuff like that but you also need to embrace the new Italian generation and what's going on now and I think that some people came in the 50s and their children, you know, have been to Italy once or whatever, and then they they judge it on that or they think it's remained like that, but it hasn't. And I wish more people would travel and and get to know the new Italy as well, because there's so many amazing things happening now as well, you know.
0: Well, you're you're preaching to the choir, as we say here. I don't know if you understand that expression, but uh <laughs> I am a big, big, big fan of with the younger people, and I say younger, I mean like 18 to 25 year olds. Yeah. sending them to Italy.. Yeah, there is definitely. nothing like them experiencing it, a trip to Italy, yeah. which you hope will uh, stimulate them and inspire them to learn more.
1: Yeah, for sure. Look, the base of the Italian culture is always that it's family it's food it's friends it's it's you know religious festivals let's say religious but there are not a lot of there's not a lot of religion going on in Italy anymore as well you know and people if they don't go there they don't really know this you know the churches aren't as full as they used to be you know there's a lot No of they're not
0: they're not Do you um, have a lot of that there like a lot of societies religious societies and they do the the masses and the processions is that still
1: they haven't, they, uh, we they do a few, that they do sardine festivals in Fremantle and they'll do, you know, a few other things, but it's just, it's sort of dying out. The youth don't really. Uh, hmm. No, we yeah. still
0: do a lot of that here in Chicago.
1: That's amazing, that's really cool.
0: I mean, we do, it's, it, it. they're a little bit on the decline, don't get me wrong, and there's yeah. not a lot of young people, but I mean, yeah. this past summer we had. 130th year of celebrating La Madonna del Carmine and oh, 130th year of San Rocco di Potenza yeah. and uh, uh, San Francesco di Balla, we have a big festival for.
1: So when you do La Madonna del Carmine, mm-hmm. is
0: that
1: from Riccia in Molise? Is that from, uh, or is it from? Is it from
0: that's what, a good what, question. Yeah,
1: because so I for just example, Fest, I, I
0: just went to the um, Festa uh, de la Madonna de, del the, Carmine. Carmine. We have a church here, la Madonna del Carmine, in the Chicago area. Oh, and yeah. my wife's little town in Calabria, that's their church, la Madonna del Carmine. Oh, and
1: know, when they yeah. came
0: from Calabria, I mean, they, they, you know, so I don't really know exactly. It doesn't really say a specific town like San Rocco di Potenza. Okay? Mm-hmm. and San Francesco di Paola. Those are Specifics, but La Madonna del Carmine, it's just La Madonna del Carmine. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I guess La Madonna del
0: Carmine is si trova dappertutto, maybe. I don't yeah,
1: know. Yeah, 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 for yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but uh, okay. So, also that you're such a big fan of going to Italy, you, you mm. do tours as well where you I take do. people to
1: Italy? Yeah. I started in 2019 um, with a few of my students. And then COVID hit, so we stopped. And so I'm going to try again for next year. And I have quite a few people interested, but I'm keeping the tours small to eight people because um, I feel you lose for what I would like to portray to people or for the people to feel for my guests. I'm going to call them guests. Um, I think keeping it small is more like uh, they'll get more of a feel of what Italy really is really like behind the scenes. You know? So you're not
0: going to like Rome and Venice and Florence? No,
1: no. Where are you going? So we're going to Molise, my paternal side. Yeah. Um, my zia, who's got a farm and she's 96, has invited us, you know, a day there we're spending where you can go foraging in the fields or you can pick some zucchine or pomodori. You can cook with her. You can go for a hike, whatever. It's just a day immersed in an Italian family. So Are I'm most of
0: these people going with you It's their first trip?
1: I'm not sure. I, I don't know yet. I'm having an info night soon. Um, I'll be offering it on Zoom and in person, just so people can ask questions about it. But um, yeah, I'm not sure. There's, I'm not. I'm not sure, but I think most of them have already been to Italy at least once or twice. But maybe not Molise, because and
0: maybe not an experience like this. So this oh, is yeah. a real, real Italian experience in a yeah. small town in southern Italy.
1: Yeah, we're just going to the region and different parts, making cheese, olives.
0: That's uh, olive wonderful.
1: Beer. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, a previous interview I did, actually a few years ago, a guy from Chicago, but his father was from a, a small town in Molise, uh, San Vincenzo, I, I don't know, I think it was San Vincenzo, I think it was in that, I think it was San Vincenzo, I'm not sure, yeah. he made he like a movie called My Country, he made and a it's movie. about... It's filmed in Chicago, it's filmed in Rome, and it's filmed in Molise in this town. And it's about a guy going, um, the father is dying and, and uh, he tells him that he actually had another child that is in Italy. So this guy has yeah. like a half brother and he's in oh, Molise. Wow. And then the big yeah. thing about the movie is too, it's like, he says Molise esiste. Because yeah, that's right. it's kind it's of like, example. you know,
1: they say Molise non esiste because Molise
0: non esiste, ma questo qua dice Molise Molise yes. esiste. Molise esiste
1: because yes. um, yeah, before it was all Abruzzo and then right. not long ago, like it was actually after my parents had immigrated that they split it. So as as forever when I was little that I used to think we were Abruzzese because dad would always say when they say where are you from what region he would say Abruzzo because no one knew Molise
0: right and these people today even a lot of these people that are from Molise will say I'm, Abru- I'm Abruzzese yes yes I been. just saw the town Castel San Vincenzo
1: I uh, see yeah well we hmm. were supposed to go, they had a, a festival there for a two-day festival we supposed and to he go
0: filmed to- there in Castel San Vincenzo part oh, of this God. movie Yes, my that's country. Amazing. You probably could see it in Australia, I would assume.
1: I'm going to write that down. Write yeah. that down. My
0: country and his name is uh, Giancarlo Yanota
1: Ah, that's a really popular name. Surname in Molise. Is it? Yeah.
0: There's a lot of... uh there's, Llanota, yeah. there's probably 10 that live around my house.
1: Yeah, all oh, right.
0: Honestly, God. Yeah.
1: Such a small world, hey? Yeah, <laughs> it really
0: is. It really is, even though we're yeah. so far away. So what is... What's the future for you? Is it just... Now, you go to Italy every single year.
1: Every July, yeah, in summer, yeah, we go. Because my husband's still got his father there and his brother and sister and our nieces and nephews are there that we don't have here. We don't have that immediate family here apart from my mum and dad. So... That's great. What's
0: the future for your school and the trips and Uh, cooking classes?
1: Well, it's just going to keep going ahead until I maybe find someone else who can uh you know start to help me out a bit more and i'd like to continue doing these tours in um molise and um, maybe more than one a year if possible just depends yeah so that's about it i have no intentions of stopping soon <laughs>
0: and your kids are they all for this
1: Oh, uh, my children think i'm crazy
0: <laughs> oh okay well my love, kids think i'm crazy, love, crazy too but
1: no no they love coming they love them no no they love their cousins and they because they don't have that here so they miss that they like that you know um so they love it and yeah they love i guess they just think i'm nuts but they're all for it if we whenever we go they always want to come so
0: well that's yeah. great that's <laughs> great so what's the website how do people find the,
1: the little is just the little italianschool.com.au but I'm on Instagram, too. I have a, uh, lots of reels and lots of um, footage from Italy, and I do lots of cooking on their uh, Instagram, and that's also the Little Italian School. And I have a Facebook page as well, the Little Italian School.
0: <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, I want to thank you because anybody that promotes Italian language and the beautiful Italian culture, I am a fan of. No matter <laughs> where, if it's in... South America, North America, Europe, or Australia, I am all for them. That's great. That's wonderful. God bless you what you do because we need to do more of that in the whole world. It's,
1: it's a beautiful language
0: and beautiful culture. And God bless that there are people like you doing that. That really, you know, it warms my heart. I, I, I really love that. And it was A pleasure talking to you. I hope you understood me with my weird accent.
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much.
1: Maybe we'll meet in Molise one day.
0: Maybe in Italy sometime. Yes, (laughs) that would be great. That would be great. Well, thank you so much. Best of luck. Keep it all going. Stay strong and keep promoting.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you.